Hello, everyone, and welcome back to my podcast. I mean, it's mine. Your favorite <laughs> podcast. It's called Stop the Internet Podcast. I'm Kelly. Hi, Marin. Welcome. Go on, lead. I'm throwing up the podcast today. Throwing it. Where I'm hosting. You're doing a good job throwing it right now. <laughs> I'm just in a super tired, giggly mood. You know, when you're just like tired and you just are like, hee I did that at work recently and I was thinking about this the other day. One of my coworkers was like trying to explain this bandage that she was putting on this patient. And she was like, it's just kind of like a white, stretchy bandage. It's called, and looks at the wrapper and she's it's like, called white, stretchy. white stretch bandage. And I'm I like lost it. There were tears coming from my eyes in the patient's room. And she was like, it wasn't that funny. And I was like, but you know, when you're just like in yeah. a giggly, I was like, it just sent me. And now I'm like kind of in that mood right now. Great. <laughs> All the best episodes happen in that mood. My roommate in college called it the sleepy ha-has. Ew. I feel like I've told you that before and you had the same reaction. Ew. I wonder why. Or maybe I told Rebecca. There is a couple episodes that Rebecca and I did that we definitely had the sleepy ha-has. Ew, the stop saying it. It sounds funny. Ugh. I the don't know. sleepy ha-has. I love the way that sounds. Okay. It, it, it just turned off my ha-has. <laughs> it turned off my ha-has. Now I'm just tired. <laughs> now I'm just sleepy. We should do the podcast actually after we stay up like all we should do an experiment we should do those like immoral unethical experiments on ourselves and like stay up for like 48 hours and then record the podcast and see what happens see who who notices the dark circles around our eyes yeah actually i don't think i could stay up that long if i tried do you remember that episode of zoe 101 where they were Quinn, the nerdy girl, was forcing Zoe's little brother to stay up no. and doing experiments on him, and he went crazy, no. I think. I don't think so. I do remember I watched Mythbusters once, and they did an experiment, like, driving a car when you were, like, at a certain, like, past the legal limit, like, very, very drunk, like, on the breathalyzer, and someone driving a car when they were falling asleep at the wheel. Yeah. Like, they did it in, like, a closed safe thing, and they said that the the tired driver actually drove worse than the like super intoxicated driver. That's crazy. Because I guess you like can't keep your eyes open. Yeah, I mean, not an excuse to drive drunk. But oh my god, no! I, I do think that driving tired is so dangerous. It like, is. I have definitely been on the verge of like I feel like I. I'm about to fall asleep. And we pulled over the one time we went on a road trip and slept in a, a parking stop. lot. It was rest like a stop. rest. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't just like a random parking lot. It was like made for people on road trips. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot what it was called for a second. Yeah. On one of the spooky season episodes this year, Trisha and I read a story about a guy who was really tired and pulled over on the side of the road to take a nap. And then someone tried to attack him. Oh, my God. Yeah. So if yeah, you but like, it might have just been someone that had the sleepy haha. So was like, <laughs> yeah, true. I'm just gonna go mess with this guy in his car. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, what's new in life? It's Thanksgiving on the day that this comes out. So happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. We're go thankful for you. Give thanks. And I don't really love Thanksgiving. I don't eat turkey. I've never enjoyed turkey. Mashed potatoes, I could take them or leave them. If there's if there's not like drowned in like some sort of gravy, I can't eat them they're too plain i i do like the, you know what hot take love the cranberry in the jar that is a hot take i have a couple friends that stand w with me on that and i'm like oh that makes me feel way better but that is the only th i mean I, I guess i like stuffing but so only sometimes like sometimes it's too done up and i'm like ew i, I don't want celery in my stuffing like i don't love that just a simple stuffing is so good to me right but it's like that's all i eat so yeah when one of my coworkers actually just told me, might have been today, we were talking about Thanksgiving with patients. She was like, yeah, none of my kids literally eat any of the Thanksgiving 
Thanksgiving food. So I just order a pizza to Thanksgiving dinner for them. And I was like, hmm. It's kind of weird that Thanksgiving food is so ingrained in our culture in the United States. Like, why does it feel like a law that you have to eat this specific food on Thanksgiving? And then if you were to tell people that you eat something else, people would like pass out. Yeah. Like, like I, I literally simply want Chinese food. I think that if we brought pizza to our family's Thanksgiving, I think maybe 50% of the people would be like, okay, yeah, sure. And then 50% would be like, would have a what is happening yeah. here? Yeah. Yeah. Some people we can't would definitely do this. have a meltdown for sure, whether they showed it or not. They might not show it and then they might have a meltdown like before Christmas and be like, oh, I just can't have Erin showing up with a pizza like she did on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like it's, right before Christmas. It's like, actually so weird because other holidays have things that a lot of people eat, but it's not as like ingrained into the right. rules of the holiday. These like yeah. unwritten rules. Like Christmas, Fourth of July, like you could all yeah. you could Easter, you could be like, Oh yeah, we eat this on this day, Memorial yeah. Day weekend. But like Thanksgiving, it's like it's actually a felony if you don't eat. <laughs> stuffing turkey and it's infuriating because most of the time the way the turkey is cooked is a felony like it is just (laughs) dry bland bird meat like that is disgusting even well before I stopped eating meat in my life I would drown if I had to put a slice of turkey on my plate I would drown it in salt so I was just like might as well just lick the salt shaker instead of eating the turkey it's just disgusting I don't know it's just so gross I was watching Watching a clip of Theo Vaughn. Who's that? He's a comedian and he has a podcast and he says just the most like unhinged things. And I texted this to my friend, so I had it written down, but I saw a clip of him and it said, Theo Vaughn just said, this is the time of year you can feel the turkeys getting scared. The other day I saw a turkey on Etsy buying a shank. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. He's unhinged. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I support the turkeys. I don't eat them. They're cute. I think think in real life. I think they're like way bigger than I thought they were. I, I think don't really they're know. huge. I don't really know much about turkeys, dead or alive. Okay, here's our, <laughs> here's our transition. Thanksgiving is full of family drama. Yes. So today we're talking about crazy sisters and sisters-in-laws. I wish. Um, ew. ew. Your hand we is warm. held hands and her hand was freezing. <laughs> what um, is it? I wish we could like record this on Thanksgiving with Trisha and like all of our cousins and do it live. We should. Maybe by next year. Well, we could bring the podcast stuff to our Thanksgiving and try to do something. Okay. Oh my God. Uh, Wait. Look at the sleepy ha-has coming up with good ideas. Wow. Okay. I think we should get into our drama. Let's tell a story. Yeah. Let's start with one that I think I might vote the opposite than the overall vote on Reddit. Don't tell us the overall vote. Okay. Am I the asshole for uninviting my sister-in-law to the wedding because she got drunk at my engagement party? I thought my engagement party was going to be this perfect night. My fiance and I had spent months planning it and we were excited to celebrate with our closest friends and family. But things took a turn for the worse when my sister-in-law showed up. At first, she seemed perfectly pleasant. She congratulated us and even gave us a gift. But as the night wore on, she started drinking more and more. Eventually, she was slurring her words and stumbling around the room. I tried to ignore it and enjoy the party, but then she started making inappropriate comments. She told me odd remarks like, I was just okay for her brother, or just under exciting comments about me. My fiance tried to intervene, but she just laughed it off and kept drinking. Finally, she made a scene that couldn't be ignored. She stumbled over the cake table and knocked it over, sending cake and frosting flying everywhere. My guests were horrified, and I felt like crawling under a rock and hiding. My family was so quiet and I felt so awful at such a wonderful day. After that night, I knew I couldn't invite her to my wedding. I didn't want to risk her ruining my special day. But now my in-laws are furious with me. Her family is saying that I'm being unfair and that I need to forgive her. But I don't know if I can. They are saying she just drank too much and alcohol was talking for her. 
Nope. Am I the asshole for not inviting my sister-in-law to my wedding after she made a scene at my engagement party? Drunk words or sober thoughts. I stand by that. I don't know. I've said some weird shit when I'm drunk and then I'm like, I don't think I mean that. I guess, but like not shitting on someone. Yeah, that's true. Your sister-in-law, not shitting on your sister-in-law. Yeah. And like the family is like, oh, you need to forgive her. Has she apologized? So there was an update. And it said, so today she has still not apologized to me. No, my fiance, she's not invited to the wedding. My fiance is still staying out of it. But mother-in-law called me today saying she was so sorry. And I told her that she needed to apologize to me, not her mother. Then my mother-in-law proceeded to call me selfish and a line of words thereafter. I'm not even sure how to proceed from that. She can get cut from the guest list too. I would not want this person at my wedding. They don't care about me. They don't support my marriage. Why should they come to my wedding? Okay, I guess reading the title, it made me think that she uninvited her because she got drunk. I don't think her getting drunk is like the biggest thing. Like, let's say she didn't say the comments and she just got drunk and knocked over the cake by accident and then didn't apologize. I would maybe invite her and literally tell the bartender not to serve her. Yeah, maybe. I think that the actual offense here is the rude comments. And the lack of apology. Like, even if you didn't say the rude comments, like, people make drunk, embarrassing mistakes and they apologize for them. Like, I'm so sorry I got way too drunk. I literally knocked your cake over. I ruined the night. I'm so sorry. Wow, thank you for apologizing. You can come sober, sister. Like... That's what we called it in in our sorority. If there was an event, you had to sober Sober sister sister. that night. So you'll sober sister at my wedding. (laughs) Absolutely not. No. I feel like I was on the sister-in-law's side because if the only thing she did was accidentally knock a cake over, it's like, is that really a scene? Like, what happened after that? Because I'm picturing if we were at, like, a family party, picture, like, a normal house where there's a living room over here, a kitchen, a dining room, a bathroom, like, people scattered throughout. And then there's a table maybe in the kitchen with a cake on it and then somebody backs into it the cake falls Mm -hmm. and everyone's like oh no the cake I can totally see why the person whose party it is would be upset but like does that really ruin like it's it's, not your wedding I don't think it it doesn't sound like she like got too drunk and backed into a table and knocked it over it said she like stumbled into it and sent shit flying okay like that's a little more dramatic (laughs) but still it's like I can picture someone like falling and then they knock into a table and the cake falls over like of course that would be like sad and everyone would be like damn now we have to clean this up but like is that really a I don't know felony? it just feels more dramatic the way the story was told so yeah. like I'm mad at her but that's why I want to know how it actually happened and like yeah. what happened next like did the sister-in-law stand up and she was like oh god like in her drunk slur being like I'm so sorry or was she like yeah I don't give a shit yeah, <laughs> like, that's, yeah we definitely out. need to know that but it sounds like she hates the sister-in-law so she probably wasn't apologetic. Sounds like she's still not apologetic. Yeah. I think, though, that the wording is misleading. Like, I think that this girl isn't uninviting her because she was drunk and knocked over the cake. I feel like it was because of the comments. Yeah. So I feel probably. like the comments justify... But she made the comments after she got drunk. So like it's, Right. And so now she's saying, should I not invite her because she got too drunk? Yeah. But no, but it's not because she got drunk. Because if, if she got that drunk and she was like wasted, knocked over a cake, and that was her only offense, I would be like, eh. Yeah, but she got drunk and made multiple offenses. Right. But I feel like the comments are like... I guess, yes, it's related to her being drunk because in theory she wouldn't have, she wouldn't have said that unless she was drunk. I don't know. I don't like her. I don't want her at the wedding. No, I think the comments would set me over the edge too. And I think she just needs to apologize. Okay, so what if all this happened and then she apologized? Like truthfully was like, I am so sorry I did this. I think that, yeah, people make mistakes and can be forgiven for sure. Yeah, I agree. Wait. (laughs) While we're speaking of making a scene at family parties, I thought of two things that I was laughing about while you were telling that story, both of which I did and both of which happened at Trisha's house (laughs) one time. I think it might have been like Christmas or like Christmas Eve or something. We were having dinner at Trisha's parents' house and I literally was not even a glass of wine deep and like like by no means was I drunk, but I was just not paying attention. It was a crowded kitchen and I like knocked a glass of wine over 
over and in the like me trying to catch it knocked the bottle over so like I literally made a whole scene and I was like oh my god oh my god and everyone's like Erin's drunk and I was like I'm not like I literally made a mistake and I tried to fix it and then I just made a bigger mistake Joshua's mom was like not mad she's like it's okay it happens but I remember another one of our aunts was like oh like Erin's like spilling bottles of wine like we like just got here and I was like oh my god like yes I can see why you think I'm the, the problem in the family but this was just an honest mistake and then another wait time, so what if you got uninvited to a wedding because of that I mean I apologized true true if everyone was like you can't come because of that after I literally sincerely apologized I would be like okay I guess I fricked up worse than I thought and <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do write a letter like and apologize I don't know I guess I just felt like I don't know why I'm riding so hard for this sister-in-law but something just makes me think that like all the other shit is irrelevant you know her knocking the cake over her being drunk like whatever people make mistakes I'm like sorry I have skeletons in my closet I knocked over a cake one time no anyway the second one wasn't even a scene but just it happened in such slow motion in my mind and from my perspective that it felt like the biggest scene someone could have made we were at Trisha's house on Easter they have a large dog and the dog like just happened to lay on the ground behind me in the kitchen and I like took a half a step back and fell over the dog but it literally happened in slow motion and I like had a drink in my hand and I like fell on top of the dog and then fell into a wall and like hit my head on the corner of the wall so everyone was like oh my god Erin like are you okay and I'm like is Ollie okay like obviously I always worry about the dog but it was just like the most funny thing because it was like what are the odds that I literally dramatically fell backwards (laughs) over top of this dog all I remember seeing as I was going down was Trisha's mom like no (laughs) like in slow motion I just feel like I caused the scene because everyone was there staring at me and it wasn't even like a ton of family. Patricia's younger sister had all of her college roommates there because I guess she lived the closest. So there was like a ton, it felt like a ton of people there and everyone just watched me fall over this dog. (laughs) And I was like, yes, I know in the grand scheme of things, it is not making a scene. But the way it felt in the moment, I was like, wow, I just made a scene. You were like, you took out all your wedding invites and people slowly (laughs) took them out of your hands and took them back. Every time she steps near the dog, there goes her invite. Yeah, another glass of wine. I'll be taking that back. (laughs) So sorry. So we'll see how Thanksgiving goes this year. Yeah, hopefully we'll be making a vlog of it. (laughs) Hopefully I won't be falling over any dogs or spilling any wine. But can't make any promises. I think I said my piece on that one. I agree. Don't invite her to the wedding. Before we get into the next story, I want to talk about a product I've been loving. As a person with ADHD, I struggle to focus and stay on track, especially in my busy season of work. So I'm so excited to talk about Magic Mind. Magic Mind is this little shot that you take either along with your morning coffee or tea, or you can take it in place of your morning coffee or tea. And it basically helps you stay focused and use that caffeine in a better way so that you're not jittery and anxious and like flopping all over the place and you can actually stay on task and be more productive. It's really cool because it's all natural ingredients like matcha, lion's mane mushrooms, ashwagandha, and other vitamins that all work together to help your body use energy in a more productive way. I am so excited that Magic Mind is sponsoring today's episode. It's such a cool product. If Magic Mind sounds like something you're interested in, if you also struggle with focus, or if you just need a little extra pick-me-up on the daily, you can use our code to get 20% off your first purchase or if you want a subscription because the longer you use Magic Mind, the better it works for you and you have more sustainable benefits, you can use our code to get up to 56% off your purchase, which is absurd in my opinion. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. So our code is STOP20, S-T-O-P-2-0. 
I took it today. It helps you focus so much. And that's just one of my biggest problems in life. So I'm so happy that I found Magic Mind and I'm so grateful that they're sponsoring today's episode. So once again, if you want to try for yourself, feel free to click the link in our bio and use our code, which is STOP20 for a crazy discount off of your first purchase or subscription. Maybe we'll take some Magic Mind shots the next episode so that I don't have the sleepy yes. ha-ha's. <laughs> They'll probably take you right out of the sleepy ha-ha's. Thank you, Magic Mind. <laughs> Am I the asshole for vacationing at my sister's dream honeymoon destination? My sister has always been a wedding person, as in she's dreamed and planned her wedding even before meeting her boyfriend. Now that she's engaged, she wants it all. Expensive cinematic venue. Cinematic venue. Hmm. Like it looks like it's from a movie. Oh, I see. Okay. Guest list in the hundreds, designer dress, etc. She cares a lot about being the first and making everything special and just hers. Sounds like she knows what she wants. What's the problem? Uh, Yeah, I'm on her side so far. (laughs) I legitimately have nothing against that, and I'm happy that she's getting what she wants. But it sounds like you're about to get into why you have something against that. It's going to be the but. But. (laughs) But. The issue arose because my boyfriend planned an anniversary getaway to a tropical island that happens to be where my sister planned to honeymoon. I had no idea that she was planning to go there. They hadn't actually booked anything. She had just planned on it. And I didn't know until I shared the news with my family during a bi-weekly dinner we have together. Additionally, this was a surprise trip planned and paid for by my boyfriend who would absolutely have no way of knowing my sister's plans. He's not close to her or her fiance. She said, that if I go there first, I'll take away the surprise and specialness of the destination and is insisting that I cancel or change the destination. I'm pretty upset and called her entitled because there's no way I'm going to tell my boyfriend to change something very nice he did for me. My sister is now threatening to remove me from the wedding. (laughs) Okay. I've been flip-flopping sides here mentally. (laughs) My sister is now threatening to remove me from the wedding if I don't change my vacation and my parents are begging me to give in to keep keep the peace. My boyfriend has offered to pick a new location because he hates seeing me upset and fighting with family. So I wonder if I'm being the asshole for being so stubborn about it all. (laughs) (sighs) I mean, the only thing I can't stand more than entitled people is entitled people's parents who defend them. Yes, I agree with that. The girl, the bride is definitely out of line. The only point I have in her favor is that she said that if the OP goes there first, she'll take away the surprise and specialness of the destination. I kind of do get that because, yeah, yeah, like if you are planning to go somewhere that you've never been and then all of a sudden your sister is going there a couple months before you, you're going to see all of her pictures, all of Mm -hmm. her posts. Everyone's going to be talking about it. So I do feel like that does kind of take away regardless of that. Her thing wasn't planned. Nobody knew about it. So I could see why she would ask her, like, this is my dream. I've been dreaming about going here. But, like, is there any way you could change? It's still entitled to ask. But, like, I could see how if you were close with your sister, you would ask that. Yeah. But after... To have the parents be like, just do it to keep the peace. Like, no, call off your freaking honeymoon to keep the peace. Like, I'm not the issue here just because I already have a vacation booked. Yeah, like, she didn't have anything booked. So why can't she... And, like, you could go to the same destination with, like, a different sub-destination. Like... Yeah, I wonder if I'm just trying to put, like, to give it, like, a very minimal perspective. Like, you went... I always wanted to go to Costa Rica. You went like six months before I did. We went to two completely different places, had two completely different experiences. I mean, I obviously never even thought twice about like, oh, she's going to Costa Rica before I am because I wasn't, I guess, worried about like the surprise. Like I wasn't worried about where the sister is coming from. But like there are insanely different places in like these amazing destinations that you can go and have an equally amazing time and not know anything about. Yeah. Can we talk about your relationship? that he was upset about you traveling somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Aaron was dating this guy one time and he really wanted to go to this one town 
in Italy. And I guess he had brought that up to you multiple times. Randomly, I booked a job in Italy and I wanted my family to come with me. I'm like, oh, let's just all go and we can go on vacation and then I'll go work and then we can all fly home together. So I'm planning this trip that I want my family to go on because I need to like entice them. My parents weren't really in the mood to go to Europe. They're like, I don't know, nervous about that. I really had to sell it. And I'm like, look at all these amazing places we can go. So I have never heard that the guy that Aaron's seeing, I've never heard of him being interested in this town. And I put that on the itinerary for my family. My parents are like, wow, that does look amazing. So we're planning this trip. We tell Aaron the dates when she has to take off work. And then she tells her boyfriend that she's going to these four places in Italy with her family. And he was very, very upset. He was almost like blaming you for like going on a trip with your family when he like romanticized the idea that you guys were going to go there together for the first time. And you were like, I can't control this. Like, I can't tell my family to not go to this town just because you want to go there with me at a later date. Yeah. A lot of it also came down to money. And like at that point in time, I was in school. I was a full-time student. And both he and I couldn't afford to go there at that point in time. Mm -hmm. And my parents agreed to take me on this family vacation. And like, was I supposed to say no? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, were you supposed to just like, you just stay in in town number two we'll all go to town number three and then we'll meet up again in town number four like or you or were you supposed to not go Go at all trip yeah Yeah. (laughs) beats me i guess wild i can see why people romanticize like doing things for the first time with their partner or like having this experience before anyone else does like in a way i could see where he was coming from because i'm like oh you dreamed about going here with your love of your life for so long and then you find out that she's going without you and it's kind of the same with this sister situation it's like maybe she never even said it out loud but she's dreamed of going to this island or destination whatever Mm -hmm. her whole life with her partner and she's like oh it's this tiny little place no one's heard of like I'm gonna go and see it all and then your sister's like wait I'm going there and you're like oh am I gonna ruin the surprise like I've always dreamed about going there and like experiencing it with my husband and I don't know it almost seems like exclusive like this little place no one's ever heard of and now you're going there it's not really gonna be special like it's not gonna be unique to me I can see where she's coming from yeah but then once you look at the logistics and you're like okay it's cute to like romanticize and you can have dreams and goals and whatever but you can't ask other people to rearrange their entire life right life also the money aspect of it like you can't ask someone to replan an entire trip because the odds of them not losing money while doing that is very slim so you kind of got to look at a bigger picture not everything is about you and that's this thing thing you're romanticizing that's the thing like the sister thinks this is about her right she's like your trip is gonna ruin my surprise like then I won't send any pictures and we'll wait three months to talk about it like it's not it's not about you like the my situation that wasn't about my boyfriend right that was about my family booking a trip that it just so happened that he had wanted to go on and it wasn't something that like he could afford or have the time off at that point in time like we were really young and just didn't have like it just wasn't in the cards for us yeah so like I understand the like defeat that you're feeling of like oh she's going there without me but when it comes to the like taking it out on me or being mad at me for going it's like don't make this about you yeah like be happy for me exactly like are you supposed to give up a once in a lifetime experience which a trip like that is a once in a lifetime experience for most people yeah or something you would never get to experience yeah so why are you mad at the person you love like taking an opportunity for something amazing when it's presented to them yeah Yeah. it sucks but it is hard to like get out of your feelings when you have this dream but also 
people make so many things about themselves and so many things personal and like tell themselves this story of like, oh, they're doing this on purpose. Like she knew that was my dream destination and she's just going there before and blah, blah, blah. Like it's not about you. Nobody thinks about you. When I'm planning my vacation, I'm not thinking about my friends or my cousin or like anyone else. I'm just like, oh, where do I want to go and who's going to go with me? Like Mm -hmm. you're not thinking deeply into like, oh, has my family member or friend been dreaming of going to this destination since she was a child on her honeymoon therefore should I not go there before she gets married like that's not a normal train of thought and to expect people to think that is absurd right and to like give up on something that you've always wanted to like at one point in time I really wanted to go to Australia and I had the time and money to go and I actually was inspired by a friend that I grew up with that I hadn't talked to in a long time she was traveling on her own in New Zealand and I was like how is it like I need to know and she was like you know what so many of us just sit around waiting for a friend or a family member to be like yeah I can afford this trip and the time off let's go together and she was like I had no one to do it and I was like I'm I'm not missing out on my life mm-hmm. to wait for someone else. And I was like, shit, good point. So I booked a trip to Australia by myself. I ended up in the grand scheme of things. I did end up telling a friend about it. She also had family where I wanted to go. So I did end up having a friend go with me. But at the time, I had no one that could go with me. And I was like, I don't want to miss out on life. I booked my trip to Australia. And at the time, I was dating that same person. And he was like, you're just going to go to Australia by yourself. And I was like, I can see that you are never going to understand what this girl said to me. No matter how many times I say it to you, like, I don't want to miss out on my life because you can't get three weeks off of work and you don't have like you know the money or like the places to stay or things like that I can see why it could maybe be upsetting to see like someone else doing this cool thing that you can't go on but like don't try to make me sit out and miss out on things Mm -hmm. because you can't do them yeah and not by no means was he ever like that kind of like to that extent but just like he definitely didn't understand where I was coming from with a lot of it Mm -hmm. and it's like I don't know what this girl's situation is either like maybe she can't afford this trip and her boyfriend is paying for it and now you're gonna ask her not to go yeah you don't know like I don't know like it's just you can't take something away from someone when it's could be a once in a lifetime trip yeah what if she's not gonna marry this guy and she doesn't have a lot of money and he's taking her to the four seasons huts in Bora Bora staying on the water and that's like your I mean yeah that's like my dream honeymoon but like if if you were going there with someone and this was the only opportunity you were going to have to have that I wouldn't be like I would oh my god the jealousy would kill me inside but I would never be like please don't go that's what I want to do for my honeymoon yeah I also feel like sometimes people think that or they get into the mindset that if I'm not the only person doing this it's not special like if everyone does it it's not going to be special for me when that's just not true yeah like the Bora Bora thing that's a great example that's something that 99% of people will never do yeah life in the whole entire world but if like randomly a million people were gifted that trip and we all went on it and everyone you knew got to go on it Mm -hmm. would that make it less special to you it shouldn't no like why do people like i feel like a lot of times people just really like they hold on to yeah they get that's exactly what it is keep like special opportunities yeah i just feel like i'm so the opposite like when i go somewhere that's literally to die for I tell everyone I know like you should go here you should stay here it'll change your life like when I was in Costa Rica I stayed at this little tiny hotel and it was like our room was basically half outdoors our shower was like outdoors with like just jungle vines over top and our bathtub was outdoors in the literal rainforest and it was so cool except for the bugs (laughs) there are large bugs in Costa Rica yeah that's bad they're Um, bad and when your hotel room is basically outdoors, it they are in your room. But anyway, it was the most insane place I've ever stayed. And I couldn't stop talking about it. I couldn't stop sending pictures, telling people about it. And a friend of mine, I think, was talking about going on like a delayed honeymoon, something about like, I was probably a COVID thing, having like a delayed honeymoon. And she was like, would you mind sending me the details of that place you went? And I feel like this is where some people would be like, oh, it was this little boutique hotel in the rainforest, really hard to find like I don't know I feel like you should stay like somewhere 
more reliable? Like, no. I was like, yes, you should stay. You should take your mom, your dad, your cousin, the, the bathroom sink. Like, everyone should go here because it's so insanely awesome to experience. Why would you not want everyone in your life to experience that? Yeah, I feel like it's like a maturity and like security thing. And definitely like a security. Yeah, like self esteem security, I mean. Yes. Because I feel like I was on the verge of thinking that way when I was younger. I went to Hawaii with my friend and we stayed there for like two weeks and did like all the adventurous stuff. Like we had no money, like literally ate pasta every single day because we didn't want to spend more than $3 on dinner. And then I feel like there was a time, I don't really remember exactly like all the details of my thoughts, but after we got back, there was definitely a time like Hawaii is so popular. Yeah. So I noticed other people people going there or like wanting to go there and I'd be like oh you don't even understand like you don't understand how like we did it and how cool it was and you don't deserve the Hawaii experience that I had you definitely were like that at one point in time yeah it's like that's so dumb like yeah I, I but I think it was because I felt emotionally attached to the place which I I get like I remember feeling that way like I almost remember thinking like if you're gonna go there and not do it like this then like don't even go and so I get why like people feel emotional over places and they're like oh well if you're not gonna appreciate it don't go there but as you mature and like become more secure in yourself you can realize that like the world is like everyone's like you don't yeah. own places just because you've spent and everyone time there. appreciates Hawaii no matter how they do it yeah or like in a different way yeah. and like if someone goes somewhere that you went and they don't appreciate it like that has nothing to do with you yeah yeah so the sister she you got should, it she got to get over it yeah you should want your sister to experience this for sure yeah just Especially don't look at her if pictures it's as amazing as you think it's gonna be did i just say amazing i don't know amazing amazing it's the sleepy ha-has again <laughs> that was just the sleepies because kelly took away my ha-has but yeah no like if it's as amazing as you think it's gonna be why wouldn't you want everyone you love to experience it even if it's three months before you yeah you're selfish yeah definitely adios adios i feel like we don't bang the gavel as much as we should you know i feel like i try to yeah am i the asshole for telling my sister about my partner's plastic surgery oh and speaking of europe all of our transitions are on point today oh i thought you were gonna say speaking of plastic surgery and i was like oh no (laughs) what did i do now (laughs) that too (laughs) my girlfriend and i moved to europe a few years ago and she ended up getting a lot of plastic surgery while we were out there that i begged her not to get she got a blethoroplasty aaron what's that uh it's like under here under your eyes yeah okay a nose job oh do you know what that is I think I know what that one is. It has something to do with the chin. Fillers. A chin surgery. Filler is not plastic surgery. True. We all have it. (laughs) Yeah, we all have it. (laughs) And I don't even know what else. Okay, blethoroplasty. So what is that? You just get filler under your eyes, basically? No, it's surgery to, like, lift under. Okay. Surgery. A nose job. I feel like nose job, slay. If you can afford it, why not? Fillers, you know, whatever chin surgery it's it's like all things that I feel like if someone you love comes to you and they're like I want to get nose job chin job filler blethioplasty it's your first instinct to be like oh my god you don't need that you're beautiful so I can see why someone wouldn't want their partner to get those things or their friend or their loved one because everyone's first response is you don't need that you're beautiful but it's like not about needing no and it's also like if there's one little thing or two little things you hate about the way you look and every day you look in the mirror and you're like oh like I just wish I could fix this and you can fix that why shouldn't you do something that makes you feel better about yourself like if you have I mean because I have I've been there like if you have like horrendous acne and you look in the mirror every day and you're like oh this makes me feel so crappy about myself why not like go on a medication to fix it like I did that like every day I look in the mirror and I was like oh why is my double chin driving me crazy and all I had to do to fix that was like put a little filler in my chin I did that like why would I not do something to make me feel better when I look in the mirror in the morning yeah I get why people like stand by the like natural is beautiful and you're so naturally pretty but like if you're gonna dye your hair I'm gonna get filler in my chin I I remember I had a call college class where we were talking about this and I brought up how everyone is so quick to be like 
oh, don't get a nose job. You don't need a nose job. But anyone who can afford it, almost anyone, would choose to have braces. So why do you care about fixing your teeth, but you can't do a nose job? And I remember somebody in my class was like, well, some people have to do that because of medical reasons. And I was like, yeah, sure. But that doesn't negate the fact that thousands or millions, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of people get braces or Invisalign because they want their smile to be stereotypically beautiful. Right. So why do we draw the line? Like, and that's another thing, the hair. Almost everyone gets their hair cut and styled. Many people get their hair dyed Mm -hmm. and nobody says shit about that. But then when it comes to surgery, is it just because surgery is like invasive and it has risks? I wonder if it's just more taboo because it's more expensive and less people do it. Yeah. So people just maybe because it's permanent. Filler is not permanent, by the way. But maybe because like surgery is permanent and it's like, oh, well, you can't change that or something yeah. something along those lines. I don't know. It's really weird, though, because braces are so expensive. Yeah. Like braces are like to afford braces. You got to be like pretty well off. And it's the same as like to. Af- I mean, I guess dental well, you, insurance pays for that at the same sometimes. time you you could make that argument about anything like how much have you spent on dyeing your hair truly how no much i know that's what i'm saying you like spend so much money yeah. yeah filler costs so much money yeah so 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 much money it is so expensive botox so expensive any of these surgeries you're gonna get thousands of dollars but like who is to say that like a one-time nose job that's a couple thousand dollars isn't comparable to someone who dyes their hair every three to four Four weeks and it costs hundreds of dollars and they've done that for years yeah no totally i yeah i don't understand why it's so taboo like maybe it's because there's this stigma that it's like embarrassing like if you tell someone you dye your hair it's like oh cool end yeah. but if you tell someone oh i want to get a nose job it's like a bigger deal i mean i get that getting a surgery where you have to go under anesthesia is more intense than going to a salon and getting dye put on your roots like i get that there's a huge difference between those two but the goal of them is the same to change the way you look so that you like your appearance better you know what i just thought of though i think a lot i completely just thought of this as you were saying that i think a lot of it stems from the unknown and like the fear and stigma because there is such a stigma with lip filler think about that yeah you tell someone you're getting filler in your lips it's like you think that you're gonna literally have duck lips for example one of kelly's friends recently was asking me about filler because i work in the industry i know how it works and she was like i have a problem they said they could fix it with filler and then they jokingly said they could put the rest of it in my face if they wanted and I was like you should do that filler is really expensive if you're going to pay for it you should use it all and she was like I don't want to look like a monster and I was like how much filler do you think I have in my face and she was like oh haha like don't be funny and I was like no I'm being serious I have a lot of filler in my face and I look like a normal person so like people genuinely don't understand it when I tell people I get Botox Botox is like a wrinkle preventative people think Botox means filler and that means crazy looking yeah like people just don't understand it so it's like if you say you're gonna get a nose job people automatically are gonna assume like it's gonna be botched and you're not gonna be able to breathe afterwards That's probably a good point. And I think that the more people lie about it, the longer that stigma will go on. Like, I guess like something that I don't get is so many celebrities don't want to tell people that they and I get that everyone will criticize the celebrity for anything. Like if any celebrity were to get plastic surgery or get a nose job, everyone would be like, well, they didn't need it. Like she was beautiful before. Or they would say, oh, well, she's so ugly. She had to get a nose job to be pretty like every. Everyone could be pretty if they had money like blah 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 it's like it's always this like negative thing Mm -hmm. whereas like if everyone was just like oh yeah I dyed my hair I got a nose job yeah like it it's almost like why are we building it up to be this like huge thing if everyone was just honest about it and was honest about everything they had done yeah I just feel like it would be so much easier on people yeah someone said that to me recently a girl who I had just met at like an event was uh, I found out that I worked in dermatology 
dermatology and she was like I'm thinking for like my whatever it was like 30th birthday she's like I want to treat myself to Botox whatever like have you ever done that and I was like oh honey I started Botox when I was 23 but like we were like joking and I was like telling her about like my experiences and how like it really does work whatever at the end of the conversation she was like I really appreciate how open you were with me about like the fact that you get Botox she's like I feel like a lot of people hide when they get things like that done and she's like and I just want someone to tell me their honest opinion yeah. and I was like what do we have to hide yeah wrinkles wrinkles is what we have to hide like just yeah. get it done it's not hurt it's not gonna hurt you well some things I guess could hurt you maybe but like- that's why it's so over stigmatized because if you go to a hairdresser and they botch your hair like cut it off if yeah. they botch a surgery you could have health risks yeah. so I, I get that and I get why like the risks are like some people are against it because of the risks but I think when you're thinking like black and white about the reason that people do it that's yeah. what I mean like yeah. why is the reason so stigmatized when it's you can botch your teeth you can get yeah. oral surgery and that can be botched and you're done for the rest of your life but I think that if most parents could afford braces for their kids they will get braces for their kids yeah. it's like the same thing with like all those like at home Invisalign mm-hmm. companies that people paid money for because they wanted better teeth and there was like multiple class actions against those companies because it's risky to yeah. change the outline of your jaw is risky without like a doctor's supervision yeah, yeah. or even with a doctor's supervision yeah. there are risks to changing the way that yeah. your teeth sit in your mouth so I get the risk thing but like think about it black and white like I got Invisalign and I paid so much money for it like I'm mm-hmm. it makes me sad how much it costs because I'm like I wish it could just be cheaper so that everyone could have it if they want it mm-hmm. but I got Invisalign because I wanted my teeth to look stereotypically pretty and good. Yeah. And I dye my hair. Well, I dye my hair more for myself, but like if because I'm like, I think I look good with this. But I'm sure like deep down, if you unbuttoned the layers, it's like, yeah, it's because I want to present myself in a pretty way into society. Like I want myself to look better. So when you think about the reasoning is where I'm coming from with this like anti-plastic surgery thing. Yeah. No, that's definitely what it is. It's just like the people like, oh, you you don't want to change how you look just for other people. It's like, no, I want to change how I look for myself and maybe in the grand scheme of things it could be for other people because other people see perceive me how I perceive me too or like whatever yeah I get that but like I also want to wake up in the morning and look at my face and not have wrinkles on my forehead yeah it's gonna prevent that Botox so I'm gonna yeah get it. and another thing is it's really easy to be like oh don't do that because of other people don't change your appearance just because you want other people to think you're pretty or attractive or societal right. standards of beauty blah 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 it's really easy to say those things but the truth is in our world those things matter like yeah. you are judged on those things Absolutely. and the way that you feel about yourself shows through the way you act like if you are confident and you wake up every day and you love the way you look odds are that's going to help you be more confident in other areas of life so why not do it and I'm not saying like you need to do it but if everyone goes out and gets plastic surgery filler Botox dyes and chops their hair after this I'm like, like if you can afford it go get surgery today schedule an appointment no but like if you could be confident and 100% like wonderful with yourself without changing anything that's great like yeah. But don't discourage someone else just because you don't think that people need it. Yes, I agree. I try to do that, too. But I I do see where people are coming from, because if one of my friends came to me and they were like, I really want to get a nose job. My first thought would be, oh, but you're gorgeous. So just know you don't need to do that to be beautiful because you're so beautiful as as is. But it's like you can be beautiful before a nose job and be beautiful after. Yeah, I don't know. Yep. Anyway, back to the story. Back to our regularly scheduled programming. So this man's wife got multiple types of plastic surgery and filler. I hate to say it, but it decreased her attractiveness. Don't get me wrong. She's still beautiful, but not nearly as gorgeous as what she used to look like. It also just makes me sad that she removed all the features that I loved on her face. It's also sad that people think these are features they need to remove. She looks hollowed out and tired. That's also a hard thing, too, because beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So if you had a partner or 
anyone in your life that you thought was like the most beautiful person alive, but they had a different perception of themselves and then they change it. Now they like themselves better, but you like them better before. So that is tough. I could see how that would make someone sad. It's hard, yeah, for sure. If you're like married to someone. Yeah. If your friend says, oh, you don't need it. It's like, well, your friend's not like doesn't have to look at you every night for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Like uh, your significant other is different. Another example is like if you really are attracted to like really lanky people and then you start dating someone or you marry someone that's like your lanky king and then they go to the gym and now they're like a gym guy and they maybe they change life paths and they want to do like bodybuilder competitions and completely change their body and you're like oh dang I kind of liked his lanky body better like that's a really hard thing because it's like on the surface you can be like well don't judge them it's their life like respect them for who they are and it's like of course I respect them for who they are but beauty is in the eye of the yeah, beholder and, and it's I, the same thing if you get surgery done on your face yeah it's the same so it thing. is hard I can see where they're coming from yeah she doesn't want to admit she got plastic surgery we're back home from Europe and people start started commenting on her looks at dinner. One of her friends just straight up asked if she got something done and she said no. She said it was just aging. Of course, she was going to look different. She's 27, etc. I was shocked. I couldn't even believe she could play that card when the results are so dramatic. Yeah, what? See, that's the problem. She's had so much work done and she's flat out saying, no, I didn't get anything done. I feel like that comes from insecurity. If you were secure in yourself, you would be like, yeah, I did. Yeah. And they'd be like, wow, you look great and you'd be like thanks yeah I had a great doctor yeah like, I agree and without the doctor I'd still look great and with the doctor I look great like it doesn't whatever yeah it's so obvious that she was lying but no one called her out on it my sister has been staying at my parents house because I'm here and she has been weirdly obsessed with her looks since that dinner she is only 24 she is truly a baby 24 seems so young now or at least she makes it seem very young she admitted to me that seeing my girlfriend brought up feelings of anxiety toward aging she said she didn't know people could change all so much and it was stressing her out she started calling me and freaking out about how she found a line on her forehead which was hardly noticeable at all she isn't a person that was super fixated on her looks normally at least so it surprised me but she was buying a lot of anti-aging skincare and applying it multiple times a day i told her she was fine all she had to do is moisturize and wear sunscreen i mean i look the same as i did when i was 24 but she wasn't buying it and it was obvious why see this is the problem this is why like filters Photoshop people lying is a problem it hurt me so much to see her like that she kept putting retinol on her face and would ask me daily if I see lines going away when there were no lines in the first place babe you need Botox not retinol I mean retinol you keep keep up the retinol please keep up the retinol I'm just kidding (laughs) I'm not a doctor also just to clarify Erin works in she's a dermatology nurse so oh yeah for those who have maybe missed it in other episodes yes let's clarify why I do have a a lot of knowledge and experience with Botox, filler, retinol, right? Skincare routines. I do have a lot of knowledge in that aspect. Do continue with your retinol. It will help with fine lines. But continue the story. <laughs> After a while of her spiraling one day, I finally broke down and said, dude, you're freaking out about aging because of my girlfriend. Chill out. She got plastic surgery. You don't just randomly start to have totally different features after you hit 25. You're going to look exactly how you look now at 27. Relax. She is way too young to be hyper fixating on her looks and worrying about aging. She has an obsessive personality sometimes and gets fixated on things, probably the anxiety disorder. So just telling her that made her drop the subject. Thank God. I do think that's not necessarily true though because one thing I noticed was I actually remember thinking this when I was like 20 it was in college so I was like probably 22 or 23 we were over our cousin's house eating Easter breakfast and I was looking at my cousin's face she's a few years older than me and I noticed how defined her cheekbones are and I was like queen yes snatched jawline cheekline damn you're killing it I had these like puffy chubby cheeks And then later in life, literally when I was like 25 or 26, you know how when your body changes, you don't really notice until it's like super dramatic Mm -hmm. because you're looking at yourself every day, like whatever. I remember I looked in the mirror one day and I was like, oh my God, my cheekbones are defined like in Mm -hmm. the same way that my cousins were. And now my cheekbones, they're not like, it doesn't look like I have surgery, but my cheekbones did not look like this when I was 23. So sometimes I feel bad for influencers or even celebrities if they are getting accused of plastic surgery and they're like no I was just a child and now I'm an adult because your face does change but anyway side note okay 
So this OP, I told her weeks ago, but last week my girlfriend asked if I told anyone about her plastic surgery. I admitted I did tell my sister because I didn't want to lie about it and she is very mad at me. Was I wrong to tell her? My girlfriend didn't outright say not to tell people, but it was obvious she wanted me to lie for her and expected me to do that. This is like (laughs) one of those like, would you keep my secret type things? I think it depends who you're talking to. Yeah, your your little sister. That's so hard. Yeah, I don't think I would lie to my little sister. I wouldn't either. Especially if it was affecting her in that way. Yeah. And it's also something that isn't like hurting someone's safety. Mm -hmm. And she outwardly didn't say like, babe, if I go get this plastic surgery, can you swear that you're not going to tell anyone? Because if that was the case, I'm sure the boyfriend would be like, if people ask me, I need to tell them the truth. Or like if it's like hurting someone's mental health and it's like making them spiral and have anxiety and panic attacks, like I'm going to tell them the truth. Right. She just expected him to lie like after the deed was done. Like he never agreed to yeah to not tell anyone that's tough yeah now i think it's yeah if it comes down to like it's affecting someone else's self-esteem because like you got all this stuff done and they're like oh no now i see these things they should definitely know yeah like if someone i'm not trying to like use myself as a comparison but if someone were to look at me and say like how do you have no wrinkles on your forehead like i want to get rid of this wrinkle on my forehead like botox like yeah. I'm, I'm, i should not lie to you and be like oh honey my, naturally i would have never have a fine line on my forehead head like yeah it's a lie like why would you want to hurt someone else's feelings to be like oh you naturally have that line oh i don't naturally have that line it's literally that's, insecurity yeah that, because yeah people want to feel like they're better than you they want to be like oh my god yeah all of this is natural it doesn't make you a better person to yeah. look a certain way facts yeah no i think that yeah i would i would tell yeah i would tell people too i would be like i don't care it's not like it's not risking your safety it's just risking your ego right but it is in a way risking someone else's safety via their peace of mind via their like anxiety and mental health yeah self-esteem so i don't think i would lie for someone i would encourage them to be freaking for real and be real with themselves and gain a little bit of self-esteem and really encourage them to tell the truth to people. Tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. I really think if you were completely secure in yourself, you would have no reason to lie about that. Yeah. Why lie, guys? Yeah. Lies just hurt people. The overall vote was not the asshole, so people agreed with us. Okay, so he's not the asshole for telling. Okay, good. The top comment was, when people deny having work done, especially if it's noticeable, people don't tend to believe them anyway. I don't think your girlfriend is fooling anyone. Your sister's well-being and state of mind are more important. Not that much work. It's not like she had one thing done, and everyone's like, hmm, what did you have done? It's like, you literally came home with a new European face, and Everyone's like, did you get anything done? Yeah. She's like, like, oh, my God, no. Your entire face is different. You went to Europe for three weeks. (laughs) And you literally came home with a new face. Yeah. No way, Jose. I'm not buying what you're selling. I might. I might actually buy it, but. (laughs) (laughs) Would I be the asshole if I photoshopped the color of my sister-in-law's dress in my wedding photos? My husband and I recently got married, and it was hands down one of the best days ever. Everything went off without a hitch, except one thing. My sister-in-law wore a long white dress to the wedding. It did have a slight pattern to it, but it was very obviously white and it looks off in pictures. She was told many times by her family not to wear white, but did it anyway. I never said anything about it as to not start drama, and I just feel as though it was a waste of energy to let that get to me. My main issue is how the photos turned out. The pictures look off and it's distracting seeing two long white dresses, especially with the way we were positioned. I want to Photoshop it to blush or champagne color so we can display the pictures and that way it wouldn't be a dramatic change would i be the asshole since i never personally said anything or should i just do it (laughs) just do it i think it's your wedding i think do it i think you could photoshop literally anything in your wedding photos and you're allowed to do that yeah it's your wedding i think that she should not have worn white to your wedding yeah i feel like that screams insecurity too Like, this is the insecurity episode. I know, with everyone's sister in laws or sisters. Sitting next to my insecure sister. I'm just kidding. What? She dyes her hair. She's insecure. Yeah, clearly. 
<laughs> no, yeah. yeah, that's ridiculous. I think Photoshop whatever you want, Literally especially you if want. the photos are just in your own home. And if your little insecure SIL comes over and she's like, why did you do that? You're going to just literally be like, oh, you were wearing a white dress. Don't feed into her little negative drama. Yeah. She's going to be like, why would you ever Photoshop my dress in your picture that's hanging in your house that only you are going to see because you're wearing a white dress? And she's going to be like, but my dress is pretty. I You don't wear a white dress to a wedding. I didn't want a white dress in my photos. I don't. She could pull the card that that other girl in another story that we read on my last episode pulled where like every time that parent-in-laws were like, when are you going to have a kid? When are you going to have a kid? If she came, I was like, why did you Photoshop my dress? I'd be like, why did you Photoshop? shot my dress <laughs> you just or if she her. said that be like why did you wear white to my wedding yeah and then she's gonna be like the dress was pretty it was off white it had a pattern you're gonna be so like so was my wedding dress okay yeah yes and this would be a situation where i just like stared at someone and let them melt in their own pool of like insecurity yeah and the more she's like but why would you do that it's my dress it's it's i wore it i picked it up blah, blah, blah. literally just stare at her in I, silence yeah. Yeah. And then she's like, aren't you going to say anything? You're like, yeah, I said it. You wore white to my wedding, so I photoshopped your dress a different color. She's like, but that's not fair. And just literally stared at her in silence. Yeah. This will resolve itself. Yeah. All she wants is attention, in my opinion. If she if she has a problem with it, she might come over to your house and be like, did you photoshop my dress? And you're going to be like, yeah, I didn't want it to look white in my photos. And she could be like, oh, huh? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. I think regardless, photoshop the picture. Yeah, photoshop it. My sister-in-law got a new engagement and wedding band, and it's the same exact one as mine. Oh, no. My sister- I was gatekeeping that wedding band and engagement <laughs> ring. <laughs> I, I'm like, low-key, like, what is this going to be? Yeah. My sister-in-law copied my engagement ring, and I'm trying to not get pissed off. My sister-in-law has always hated me. From the moment I got with my now husband, her husband's twin, she has always hated me. The first thing my sister-in-law ever said to me was that I'm the longest-lasting girlfriend. And since that day, there has been this weird unspoken competition where she is always trying to belittle me, make me feel small and insecure. At first it used to work, but now it just pisses me off. She's insecure. She's bragged about seeing my husband, boyfriend at the time, naked before. Wow, congrats. She's made comments about my sister's marriage unnecessarily. She's just jealous or something and always has something to say to demean me. She goes and changes into outfits that match mine and literally copies me in everything. Well, me and my husband got married recently and he bought me a new ring because of our new journey in life because we had grown so much. Oh, cute. And then today I went to my mother-in-law's house to celebrate someone's birthday and she's here with my husband's twin. I look at her and she copied my exact ring. Exactly. My husband bought me a new five carat pear rose gold double halo ring. Dang. Make his pockets hurt. (laughs) And she has the exact same thing. I'm so, so, so freaking angry. Side note, she also copied our other sister-in-law's engagement ring. My husband has... How does she have so many engagement rings? Yeah, what? What? My husband has seven brothers and the eldest got married first and then she did and she had the exact same ring as that girl too. So I noticed this behavior isn't random or a coincidence. I'm trying Why to... Why does she get so many? Wait, but okay, yeah. My first thought though is there's a difference between like copying someone and being inspired by someone yeah. and also like maybe she just wanted that ring. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like engagement rings are not something or like shapes of diamonds or like designs of jewelry are not something that just every single person knows every iteration of. It could have been possible that she just saw that ring and was like, wait, that's actually my dream ring. I was wrong. Every time someone else in her family got But that was the one time, and now it's happened again. Two times. I don't know. It's like, what is every time? I don't know. The last thing is, I'm just trying to contain myself because it's not a big deal, and it's just materialistic things, but I'm fuming, and I'm so annoyed. I literally don't want to talk to her at all at this trip. Should I confront her or just leave her alone? At it, I was with my husband and his twin, and I asked him, oh, I saw twin got a new ring. He explained that he got her a ring because they had been together for five years, and allegedly a new ring is what you would give someone on the five-year mark. He kind of wasn't making sense and kept stuttering, but he did admit he didn't even buy but then backtracked and said he bought the ring and the wedding band separately. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I don't know. Wait, I feel I'm like looking up the classic five-year anniversary gift. I thought it was like spoons. 
like silverware i don't know it was like copper or something yeah like i thought it was like dish like spoons like copper spoons (laughs) okay the fifth year is wood no yeah yep can we just leave all year one is paper two is cotton three is leather four is fruit or flowers five is wood six is candy or iron seven is wool or copper eight is pottery or bronze show me where it says year five the same ring as your sister-in-law's engagement ring do you see that on here Uh, (laughs) i think that those rules need to be buried in the backyard because they're all so dumb in my opinion but I just but that's just me it's just like this is just a lie though yeah so dumb so stupid the girl's insecure she wants everything you have she is intimidated by you she's jealous of you maybe she's insecure about the way she looks you look her job your job Who knows? She's trying to pull you down. She's trying to have everything you have, but she never will. I would let that sister... I would bury the sister in the backyard. Oh, my God. Along with the dumbass rules. Sorry. That was a joke. I would never do that. Unless that's what they put in their final request when they died. Right. Exactly. If that's what they want, that's what they can have. Anyway, yeah, I would say maybe don't feed into it because she knows what she's doing. If you ask her, you're just looking like the crazy jealous one when clearly she is literally so jealous. And I say just let that jealousy eat her away from the inside out and continue on with your life. Yeah, I honestly feel like either don't comment on it at all or if you do want to comment on it, comment and be like, oh my God, so beautiful. And literally leave it at that. Like, don't compare them at all. Oh my God. Or you could be like, so beautiful. Oh my God, we're literally twinsies. Oh my God, that's so funny. I bet you wanted to be just like me. <laughs> See, that's funny. I wouldn't even say I'm that. Petty. I wouldn't even say that. I would literally just be like, oh my God, so pretty. And don't ask her questions about it. Or if she comes up to you and she's like, oh my God, yeah, I saw yours. Like, or, oh my God, it looks really similar to you. Yours, then you could be, be like, like, that's crazy that you got yours five years after I got mine. Or you should be like, wait, really? I don't think it looks similar. And she's mine's like, clearly the, much more expensive. It's the exact <laughs> same ring, like not different whatsoever. Just it. be like, wait, you think it's you think it's similar? Wait, that's so funny. I didn't even notice. I would not even pin them in the same category. <laughs> and then she's like, it's literally a five cut pear shaped diamond with a ha- hidden halo and yada. And you're like, really? really? Oh my god, I didn't even notice the halo. Is that, is that what mine is? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot I've just had it for so long. Yeah, I just don't even feed into it. Yeah, fine, don't feed into it. I'm petty. And I like revenge. You don't have to. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast and hearing us rant about sisters and sister-in-laws and plastic surgery. And self-esteem issues. Yes, literally. We're here for that. Yeah. I hope that everyone is having a wonderful Thanksgiving yes. with their family. A nice, happy holiday. Whatever you like to do, I hope that's how you're spending it. Even if that's not with your family family because I get it that's so true what makes you happy one time someone wrote me a card and said Kelly I hope that your holiday is filled with all the things you love and I'm like wow that is such a good way to put that because it doesn't matter what it is yeah I just hope it fills your day it doesn't have to be your family it doesn't have to be turkey and mashed potatoes yeah I hope that if you want to sleep in watch tv order a pizza do it get plastic surgery chug magic mind get back to work yeah like do it do what makes you happy yeah and share a podcast with your friends yes please share a podcast with your friends that would mean the world to me we would be so thankful Literally. Please. Literally. We're so thankful for you, our listeners, and our sponsor, Magic Mind. And we love you. We appreciate you. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.